Okay, so hands up if you came into this year with these incredible goals and feelings of like, yes, this is going to be my year, I'm going to smash it. And then now we're almost halfway through the year and you're feeling so disappointed in yourself and so frustrated that you haven't taken the steps towards your goals that you thought you would have by now. We seem to do that every year, right? We set these major goals, these major check marks in our life, and then we go out and we try to achieve them all at once, and then we fail almost instantly, or we don't take the steps at all towards them, and then we get to the end of the year and feel like failures because we didn't achieve our goals. I know that it's so frustrating and so disheartening, and honestly, this is why I have stopped setting goals for the year, and I've completely changed the way that I set up and work towards the things I want in my life. I am so excited that we are chatting in this episode and to share with you my framework that I've created, which is what I use to apply to the different areas of my life where I'm wanting to grow and to move forward. This framework has honestly guided me in my life to get to exactly where I am right now, which I would say I'm now living my dream life. This framework took me from being completely burnt out, working ridiculous hours, trying to move forward every single thing in my life all at once, and actually just going from being chained to my nine to five to then being chained to my business and not actually growing and building a life that I truly loved. This framework has allowed me to build a business that I truly love serving in with clients that I absolutely adore and programs that I just absolutely love to deliver. This framework has also guided me in building a business that works around having a family. So I have a four-month-old baby at the moment and I'm running a business and doing mum life all at the same time and I feel like I'm able to do that because this framework allows me to prioritize different areas of my life in different ways and to move forward in the ways that I want to. And this isn't just about business, this applies to every area of your life. So take the steps and get exactly where I want to go without setting goals and taking the pressure off myself, removing that disappointment feelings, that disheartenedness, the feeling of failure when you feel like you're always never achieving the goals that you want to achieve in the time you want to achieve them. This just gives me so much more freedom and ease in my life. And so I'm really excited to share that with you in this episode. Hey friends, it's Ames, your Bismama bestie. Welcome back to another episode of the Bismama podcast. It's season one. This is my first year of motherhood and I am sharing with you all of the behind the scenes of running a business while navigating motherhood. If you're a mama running a business or doing one while dreaming about the other, welcome to my home. It's the mess, the chaos, the beauty, the wins, the growth, the struggles. My home is as real as it gets. So make yourself comfy and let's chat. Hello beautiful friend, it is so lovely to be sitting down to chat with you right now. Whatever you are doing, whether you're doing your grocery shopping or going for a walk or I don't know, sitting down for a cup of tea, (laughs) whatever it is that you're doing, I'm so feel so blessed that you've chosen to spend this half an hour with me. It is honestly always such an honor and I appreciate you so much. How are you going in your life? How is your world going right now? Are things going really well and you're feeling like you're really moving forward and smashing um, the things that you've been wanting to do or have things been difficult and hard and it's felt like a really hard slog and you've been struggling to keep your head above water? Um, if you're in that spot right now, I just want to say that you're totally not alone. You know, sometimes life is really rough and really hard. We can go through really amazing seasons and other times the season is just 
like walking through the valley and not a lot of sun and not a lot of joy. And if that's you, I'm sending all my love to you right now and I totally get it. You know, the last four and a bit months for me, well, probably longer than that because the last five months of my pregnancy were really awful. Um, and then the first four months of having a baby has honestly been the hardest time of my life, like the hardest season I've ever walked through. And I have really struggled um, probably with the fact that like the contradiction of like having this beautiful baby that I prayed for and dreamt of and was everything I ever wanted and I love him so much and he's so perfect like he's literally so content and you know he's just so sweet and I love him so much but then at the same time that's you know paralleled with you know the struggles that I've had I've had really bad personal anxiety since having Riv and that has been really like hard to navigate and something that I never thought probably that I would end up dealing with and that has made this season be so much more difficult to walk and just navigating all of the things that's come with that and feeling like you can't really talk about it or you can't um it doesn't feel right to talk about because you love like your baby but yet your mind is just messed up and that's been really difficult but I'm just trying to take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And, um, you know, my family is so supportive and so amazing, which has been, you know, the best thing ever. Um, But, yeah, I totally get it. If you're in a hard season, then I'm there with you. We can walk through the valley together and support each other. That's what we're here for, right? If you have clicked on this episode to listen to it, I am assuming that you suck at goals. (laughs) Um, or you just like me and you just want to listen to my podcast episode, that's totally cool as well. But obviously this podcast episode, the title of it is why we continually set goals and then not achieve them. It's something that I have wrestled with a lot in like most of my older life. Um, because I am very ambitious. I love setting goals. I love working hard towards things. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, set a high standard, work towards things. I'm also a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist. I'm working on it. (laughs) But I find it really hard to not achieve what I've set out to achieve. My word is very important to me. And, you know, if I decide I'm going to do something, I'm going to work hard until I get there. Like, I don't really give up easily. I don't really, I don't like to quit at all. Um, I'm going to work until it gets done. And that has (laughs) set me up for a failure a lot of times in my life, because obviously that's a really unrealistic mindset. Um, and if you don't look at failure the right way, then, you know, that can become a real like roadblock in your life moving forward, especially when it comes to growing and building a business, you know, failures should be seen as a positive thing. There's something that move you forward or, give you the understanding that you need to carve out a new path. You know, failures are so important to us moving forward in our business, but it can be hard if your mindset is like not really, doesn't really love that sort of thing, you know. One of the biggest things that I see working with women in business is that we often come into a new season, we start our business, we come into a new year or a new financial year or whatever it is, and turn a year older <laughs> and then we set all these goals like we feel this immense motivation so we're like yes I'm going to achieve things I'm going to make a plan I'm going to make progress you know we have this like huge up moment in our life where we want to fix all the areas of our life at once right so we're like 
I'm going to grow my business, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to focus on relationships, I'm going to, even just within our business, it's like we try to do all the things in our business. I'm going to be better at content, I'm going to be consistent with showing up, I'm going to pick up more clients, I'm going to write a blog on my website, I'm going to start a podcast, I'm going to do all these things. You know, we have this like great motivation, which is awesome, this excitement about life and about our business. But the problem is, is that we try to fix all the areas at once. We try to work on a move in all the areas at once, which is totally not realistic. So then we fail or we not don't move forward because we then get really overwhelmed. And so then we feel frustrated or disheartened because we're still where we started, right? Or sometimes we even go backwards. So then we give up because it feels so heavy and so big and so far away. And that is something that I see is so common Um, you know, even in my own life, there's so many things that I have started (laughs) and, you know, tried to do all the things all at once and then, you know, either quit or failed or literally just not moved forward because I felt so overwhelmed. Um, And then just felt so disappointed in myself because I'm like, oh, like you're still where you like want to move away from. And it's just this continual cycle, right? Like we just keep moving through the same thing over and over and over again. You know, we go through this real lull period where we feel like our life gets really out of control or really messy or really overwhelming. And then we go through this more up period again where we're like, yep, I'm motivated, I'm ready to go. And then we do it all over again, right? And I honestly think that this is one of the biggest reasons why we as women continually set goals and then not achieve them or not move forward towards them is because we're operating out of this masculine space that assumes that everything is always going to stay the same, we're always going to feel the same, our emotions are always going to be the same, life is going to be the same, like this consistency which is actually unrealistic to how real life goes, right? Because there are always ups and downs in life. There are always ups and downs in our emotions, in our mindset, internally, how we're feeling, you know, things, you know, move in this like up and down flowing movement. And that is how life should be, right? Like that's what makes life so good is we have these, you know, massive bursts of excitement and energy. And then we have other times where we need to pull back, we need to rest, we need to you know, take a step down to settle things and reset, you know, that is a good way to move in life. But because we, uh, I guess, are preached from, you know, media and social media and whatever about, you know, you need to always be switched on and going and hard and moving forward. And that is how you should be operating out of life, that we push ourselves super hard to operate in that space, which is not the way we're, you know, that's not our default. That's not how we're designed to operate. And so then we get burnt out or we can't maintain that high level all the time. You know, for me personally, before I got pregnant, I spent probably the last two years before that working in that really pushing myself hard to the limits for literally two years straight. I was trying to achieve all the things in my life all at once, um, trying to maintain, you know, friendships, trying to serve in my community, trying to grow my business, always going to the next level, next level, next level, um, you know, trying to push myself in my physical health, like exercising and eating well and trying to be involved in every possible thing I could be involved in because I wanted to level up in every area of my life, which, you know, that helped me achieve amazing things. But the problem was, is that that led to such bad burnout because, and I like literally wrecked my body because, you know, my body is not made to operate in that space 24 seven for two years. And so what that actually did was that made me so stressed and so sick because I was not looking after myself. I was not resting. I was not, you know, taking moments to operate at a slow space. 
And it wasn't until a few things happened that actually forced me to stop and slow down that I actually realized how bad it had got and how I actually wasn't moving forward at all. I was just like tricking myself into believing that I was moving forward because I was ticking boxes that the world tells us we should tick, but I wasn't feeling satisfied. I wasn't like internally happy. I was just like faking it until I, you know, got to this mythical place of, wow, I love my life. I feel so amazing and like fulfilled, but I never would have got to that place, right? And I think that that is actually one of the biggest problems with this whole goal setting mindset that society tells us we should have is that, you know, social media and, you know, other people in the business world make us feel like to be successful or to be fulfilled, we need to be like, you know, having this real hustle mindset, hustle culture, working hard 24-7, you know, if you want to grow a successful business, you want to quit your job, blah, 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 you need to be getting up at 4am and working hard and then going to bed at midnight and like never stop the grind, never stop the hustle, you know, you have to be putting yourself out there, doing all these things, giving so much of yourself and so much of your energy if you want to achieve a successful business and then obviously, like that is obviously going to lead to burnout, right? Like there's no way that that can't, it's so unrealistic and so unsustainable and such a you know negative culture that's being created in social media and in the business world is this hustle culture that to be successful you have to push yourself to the end wreck yourself basically and give up everything sacrifice everything to have what you want and so then when you get what you want which is your business you have lost everything else, right? You've lost yourself. You've lost your, you know, freedom. You've lost your family. You've lost your friendship. You've lost everything. You've given up everything of yourself just to have a successful business, which the whole reason you started your business in the first place was to have these things that you wanted that you gave up. You know, you wanted more time with your family. You wanted, you know, financial freedom, um, you wanted to be able to, you know, spend your time how you wanted to, but you've actually just given all those things up and chained yourself to your business. So you've just gone from being chained to a nine to five to chained to your business. Like, you know, it's not sustainable long-term and it's not even what you wanted, right? So that's what I feel like, you know, this whole like setting goals, the reason we don't achieve them, the goals that we set is because society makes us feel like to achieve our goals, we need to work in a way that's unsustainable for real life. And so then when we do get overwhelmed and burnt out, then obviously we, you know, quit or we, you know, feel disheartened or frustrated and then we're back where we started, right? So when this happened for me in my life, in my business, I was sort of forced to just like stop and then, you know, look at what I actually was doing with my life and with my business and like, you know, is this even like are you even hustling and working hard for what you wanted? Like I was at the point in my business where like, you know, I had the incredible clients that were paying me, you know, I was making a lot of money. I had the team, the staff that I was building. I was literally looking and was about to sign a lease for a building in our local town. You know, I was doing everything on paper that everyone says you're supposed to do to you know, have a successful business and, you know, really love your life and feel really fulfilled in your life. And I wasn't fulfilled. I felt so empty. I was working ridiculous hours. I had no social life. I literally had given everything up to build this business that I didn't even love anymore. And I wasn't even doing the things that made me love my business in the first place, which was 
working with incredible clients that I absolutely like loved and like just gelled with, you know, sitting down for like strategy sessions and getting to like get my head fully in their business and go through, you know, the strategy of their business and building a strategy that's going to get them where they want to go. Like that's what I love. Like I love the consulting and I love um, seeing business owners get results and seeing their whole life change because of the work we've done together in their business. And I wasn't getting to do that anymore. I was managing staff, managing client expectations, like wasn't getting to do the work that I loved. And so I just knew, you know, and a few other things happened in my personal life that actually, you know, my health that made me have to stop. I had no choice. I had to stop. And that made me just really reassess, like, why do I start my year with these major like income goals and business goals that I'm like, plan my whole year around like hustling hard until I achieve these goals when it's not even making me happy or then I finish the year and like don't achieve them and I'm like you know what did I even do all that for or I finish the year and I do achieve them like most years I surpassed my income goals that I was setting for myself and yet I just still didn't even feel satisfied I still didn't even feel fulfilled or like it was worth it you know because money comes and goes money goes out money comes back in you know that's not going to make us happy you know the richest people in the world you know, often are not happy or not fulfilled. So there has to be something else. Why do we set these income goals for our business if it's not going to fulfill us, right? So all of that to say, I got to this point where I was like, there has to be a different way. So then I changed the whole way I looked at success, the whole way I looked at growing my business at my personal life. And I started setting intentions rather than goals. I started really thinking about how I want to feel, how what is actually going to move me forward and get to a life that I really, truly love. Not so much, you know, what looks good on paper in a goal sense. I started setting intentions and I want to talk you through, you know, four steps um, that I use to, you know, achieve things in my life, to actually move forward and to actually, um, work out how, you know, if there's something I want to do in my life, let's say, for example, I want to get fitter. I want to be healthy rather than set a goal of, okay, I want to be able to run five kilometers four times a week. That's, you know, a goal that I would set and then feel disappointed if I don't achieve it in, you know, two months. I then start have started setting intentions. So how do I want to feel? What's motivating me to achieve, you know, this? What, you know, is the long-term sustainable thing that I'm wanting to get out of, you know, this putting priority of this in my life? So I'm going to step you through these four steps of how you can apply this to anything in your life, your business. You know, it's a really incredible framework that I feel like works so well for my life and I'd love to know if it works well for you. So let's jump into these four steps. Okay, so the first step is about going inward. We need to go inward. We need to look at where are we right now? What's holding us back? What are the roadblocks? What are the mindset or like the self-doubt that we might have, the underpinning DNA that we might have that is making us think the way we think right now or is holding us back or you know, if we have tried setting goals in this area before and it hasn't worked out, why has it not worked out? So we need to go inward. So then the next part or the next step is we need to decide how we want to feel. So not looking at what we want to achieve, but how we want to feel when we get, you know, 10 steps down the road or six months down the road, six years down the road. How do we want to feel at that moment? What do we want our life to look like? So for example, let's say that we want to get fitter, right? So you want to start running or working out to get fitter in your life. So rather than setting a goal that's like, okay, I want to be able to run five kilometers, four days a week or I want to be able to do a marathon or whatever it is, the goal that you generally would set that then you don't achieve. Let's look at 
how we want to feel, right? So we want to feel healthier, stronger, want to feel more confident in our body and what it can do and how it looks. That's how I want to feel in six months time or in, you know, two years time. I want to have a healthy lifestyle. I want to model healthy, you know, eating and workout habits in front of my children. How do, how do I want to feel down the track? So that's the second part of the framework. The third part of the framework or the third step is we need to look at prioritizing our time in that area of life for a set time. So that where we often go wrong is that we try to prioritize too many things at once and we don't give ourselves a set amount of time for how long we are going to prioritize it. So what that means is, you know, we might say, you know, try to set all these goals in, okay, I'm going to, you know, go running five times a week, I'm going to eat healthy meals, I'm going to um, work out every morning, I'm going to do yoga every night before bed, whatever it is, we set all these expectations and goals that we then can't follow. So what we need to do is look at prioritizing out a piece of time in our in that area of our life for a set time. So that means, okay, I'm going to prioritize working out three days a week, and I'm going to make sure every day after work, I give myself half an hour to go for a run. So rather than, and I'm going to do that for two months. So let's say eight weeks, I'm going to prioritize that. So then what happens is that will either become a habit that you want to keep in your life, or you'll meet, need to amend that after eight weeks, because it might not be working for you. So we're looking at saying, that's an important area of my life right now. I'm not going to prioritize everything in my life. I'm not going to try and juggle everything, do it all. I'm going to prioritize this one area of my life for a short period of time and see how far forward I can move in that area of my life. Because you can't move forward in every area of your life at the same time. You have to, you can move forward better. You can take bigger steps. You can run faster (laughs) if you are prioritizing that one or two or three areas of your life at one time for a like short period of time. You know, when that comes to me in my work, you know, I might go, okay, I want to grow my income by this amount of money, or I want to pick up a new client, or I want to grow my academy. So then what I might do is I say, okay, well, for the next three weeks, I'm going to have a sprint, which is where I work really hard for three weeks to say, increase members in my academy or to launch a new product or whatever it is. I say, I'm going to prioritize all my free time, all my extra time. I'm going to get up earlier just for three weeks though, to take big leaps towards the goal, which is, you know, increasing the members in my academy. Does that make sense? So we're looking at how prioritizing out time in the area of our life, but for a set period of time only. Then the fourth step or the fourth framework is we need to set micro stepping stones to make progress. So often we go, I want to be fit. I want to run a marathon. That's my goal. So I'm going to go for a three kilometer run four nights a week. So then we try to go for that three kilometer run and then we only get to a kilometer and a half and we stop and we're like, feel like we're going to die. And then we're like, oh my goodness, I hate running. I can never do this again. And so then we try again. We're like, no, I'll give myself one more chance. I'll run again tomorrow. I can do this three kilometers. Then we try again. We try to do three kilometers tomorrow and then we end up getting injured or we just get exhausted. We get wrecked. We can't walk for three days afterwards and it's just the worst time of our life. And then we quit our running goal and then we don't get fit, right? And then we feel disappointed in ourselves and then we'll probably do this all again next summer or just before the summer. (laughs) Um, So what we need to do is set micro stepping stones to make progress. So the first step might be just getting out and walking. I want to walk to the end of my block and back, you know, three nights a week after work. Then the next step might be, okay, I'm going to run one kilometer of that and then walk a kilometer and I'm going to do that three nights a week. Then it might be, I'm going to run a kilometer and a half 
and then walk, you know, a kilometer three nights a week. And I'm going to do that for three weeks, you know, consistently. And I'm going to just try to keep getting a better time or a consistent time with my one and a half kilometer run. And then you keep growing that your steps keep getting further and further along. And you actually find that you start to enjoy it because you're achieving things, right? You're actually setting goals that you can actually achieve in your life rather than always constantly feeling like a failure and always quitting because you set goals that are unachievable and unrealistic but you think that they'll you know they sound good on paper so let's look at a few examples of putting these steps into action so here's an example for me in my life I want to invest in the share market, right? So I want to do this. So the first step is looking inward. Where am I right now with investing in the share market? So I've wanted to do this for a long time. I currently have no money invested, so I haven't taken any steps forward in this area. I've been putting it off, feel overwhelmed by not knowing enough information to start because my brain, I like to have knowledge and know information before I do something. I have fears about failing or losing money. I feel like I don't have a plan or a strategy to start, which is important to me. I don't want to make mistakes. I get stuck in wanting to do it the right way. So that is my first part of the framework is the inward part, looking at where I'm at right now. The second part is I need to decide, you know, how I want to feel down the track. Why do I want to do this? So for me, that looks like I want to secure my financial future for my family. I want to be in control of my finances and proactive and not just sit my money in the bank account or rely on waiting for my, you know, to make more money. I want to feel smarter and capable of doing something that I feel like will be a challenge and I want to feel successful when I achieve it. So that is how I want to feel down the track. The third part of the framework is about prioritizing time. So for me right now, that looks like I have minimal time right now. So what I've done is I've said, okay, I can set aside 10 minutes twice a day, the morning and the afternoon to work on this project for the next month. So the next 30 days. So my priorities in my life is river, then looking after myself and then this. So that's what I've said, 10 minutes twice a day, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening to look into it. And then my micro steps, so the micro stepping stones, which will help me make progress is the first thing is I need to set up for an investing account. I need to research, you know, the basics of share market investing, write some notes. Then I'm going to choose out six shares that I think would be a good start and send them to my dad because he invests in the share market. And so he has good knowledge in that area. So I'm going to look for someone, you know, and this is an important part for me in any plan that I make is I always look for someone who is already doing it or who is ahead of the journey to me who can help me. So when it came to running, one of my friends, he, you know, is really good with fitness and has a good understanding of that sort of thing. And so I come up to him and I said, I really want to like get into running and get fitter. And so he helped me, you know, keep me accountable, keep me on track, support me when I wanted to quit, you know. And so with the share market, my dad, he already does it. And so I obviously have approached him to help keep me accountable, give me advice, feedback, run ideas past him. And so that is something that's really important is getting someone that's ahead of the journey than you or who's already where you want to be. And then the next step was actually start. (laughs) And then there's a few other steps, but that's the framework put in action for an example of investing in the share market. Let's talk about a business example. So let's say, you know, the, you want to start a business so you don't have to go back to work after maternity leave. So let's look at the first step of the framework is going inward. Where are we right now? 
So you might be, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't even know where to start. No one in my family runs a business. I'm struggling with the thought of how to charge someone for my services. I don't know what I'm good at. Um, I don't know how to create like an Instagram page or something to promote myself. I don't know how to find my first clients. So that is where I'm at right now. That's how I feel right now. So then the next step for you might be is looking at how you want to feel down the track though. So that might be things like I want to have control of my own time. I don't want to have to leave my baby to go back to work, to go to corporate. I don't want, I want to be the boss of my own schedule and be able to prioritize my family. So I don't want to go back to work in an office. I want to be able to be involved in my kid's life and see all the things. I want to go to running carnivals and to, you know, drop them off at school in the morning and the evening. And I want to be able to be present with my kids. I want to have something that's my own, build something that's my own that I'm passionate about. You know, down the track, I want to be able to make more money so we can go on holidays. I can take my family away. I want to, you know, those are some of the things of like, that's how I want to feel. You know, I want to feel free. I want to enjoy what I do, be passionate about it, you know, all of those things. Then the third part of the framework is about time. So how am I going to prioritize time for this in my life? So I might say, okay, I can set aside one hour every night after putting my kids to bed to work on starting a business. And I'm going to do that for the next three months. So I'm giving myself a time limit. So 12 weeks, I'm going to go all in working on setting up the foundation for creating my own business. I'm going to do it for one hour every night before putting my kids to bed. So I'm still getting my own alone time after that. But I'm setting aside that time, creating that commitment to myself. Then the fourth part of the framework is you need to set the micro steps to make progress. So what are the steps? The first step might be to do some sort of passion course to work out what type of business you should start. So, you know, what am I passionate about? What am I good at? What are my skills? What business am I going to start? Then the next step is I need to create a service that I can charge for. So I might create a PDF in Canva and create, you know, a service that I'm going to charge people for, work out pricing, work out what's included, then I have that ready to go. Then the third step might be I'm going to create a social media platform. So I'm going to create an Instagram account or I'm going to create a TikTok or I'm going to create an email list or I'm going to create Facebook, whatever, and I'm going to start posting on there consistently, showing up consistently, sharing my value and expertise and sharing about my new business. Then the fourth step might be I'm going to contact someone I know to pitch my service and offer them a discount to start working with me now. So there we go. The fifth step is now I'm earning, say, $100 a week for a service that I can now scale. And that's like extra money. You've worked hard, you've achieved something, and now you can start scaling that, right? So that's an example of how you can apply this framework to any area of your life. Um, it's honestly been a game changer for me in my life in moving me forward in different areas of my life rather than getting stuck, rather than always feeling like a failure, always quitting, always feeling disappointed in myself. This actually means that I'm actually moving forward. And you know, when I'm going through a time where I need to take my foot off the pedal, I need to rest, I need to recharge. I can do that without any guilt because I can know that that's me prioritizing what's important in my world, in my life right now. And that then when I'm ready to go, I can then work out what it is I want to move forward in now and then apply the framework to that. So (laughs) I'm sorry, this has been a long podcast episode, but I do hope that it's been really valuable. I really wanted to include practical examples to help maybe you to apply this in your own life but this has been an absolute game changer for me and for so many of my clients as well that I've helped teach them how to do this um 
yeah, I'm really interested to know from you. I'd love for you to connect with me on Instagram, my DMs or hit reply on an email that I've sent you. And please tell me if you've tried something like this, how you feel with goal setting. If you're going to try it, like tell me what it is that you're going to try it on. Like if it's you're going to get fit or if you're going to be better with meal prepping in your family or if you're going to start a business or grow your business or whatever it is, like tell me what it is. I'd love to know and so I can support you and walk you, walk it through with you. Um, because I, I absolutely love being able to support you guys in your dreams and taking steps towards your dream life. It honestly is just brings me so much joy. <sighs> I hope you are having a lovely Wednesday or Thursday, whatever day it is right now that you're listening to this. And I hope the rest of your day is beautiful as well. And I honestly, I'm so excited to chat with you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for being a part of my community. I am so grateful to you and I truly hope that this episode has helped you in your journey wherever you're at in your mama and business life journey. I currently have a giveaway, which is to say thank you to you for being in my community, but also because I need your help to reach more incredible mamas, to help them to feel the fear and do it anyways, to make fearless moves in their life and their business. I have a giveaway for you. I am giving away three free months in my academy, my flagship program, which will help you to find clarity and confidence in your marketing and grow your business so you can create a business that allows you to live your dream life. All you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me so that I can see it and you'll go in the draw to win three free months in the Academy. So if you listen to every episode this month, that's four episodes and you share it four times into your stories, that's four entries into the draw so you have even greater chance. I so appreciate, love and value this community so much. Like you have no idea how blessed I feel to have all of you in my community. And so you doing this small thing for me helps me immensely and helps me to keep doing what I love doing, which is helping mamas create a business around their dream life.